I am Coleman Hodges for Swim Swam. I'm sitting down with Georgetown head coach Jack Levitt. Uh, he's the head coach of the back-to-back Big East champion Georgetown men, as well as the women who were third at that Big East Conference Championships in 2023. Um, Jack, thanks so much for sitting down with me today. We're talking Battle of the Burr 2, uh, which happens this Saturday, October 7th. Um, can you tell me a little bit about how this meet came to be? Because it was such a hit last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it kind of started with just like the friendship that Nick and I have developed over the last few years being here and just started talking about um, trying to get more eyeballs on the sport in general. Um, and then more eyeballs on the fact that, you know, they're the only HBCU. And it was like, why don't we try to create an event uh, I'm sorry, the only HBCU, the swim, swim and dive team, I should say. Um, and let's try to create an event that kind of gets some excitement around it. And the, the first, we actually did a first Doomy like three years ago. Um, and we, we just try to make it as fan friendly as possible. Right. I think, I think we did no thousand, maybe not even the 500. We just did like short sprints, you know, trying to get as many people interested in just watching a swim meet that maybe wouldn't. Um, and then last year we, we decided to go a bit more traditional with the lineup. It's, it's certainly not like the 16 event format, like uh, most college dual mates would have, but, um, but trying to get more people uh, in the building and, and uh, to focus on, on the sport of swimming, especially at the mid-major level. Um, I think uh, it really has made a big impact um, here in DC. And, uh, and I think this year is going to be bigger than it's, than it was last year. So excited to be a part of it. Uh, what can we expect from battle of the bird two uh, for, for this year? Yeah, I think uh I feel, I feel like both teams, it's really cool because this year the, both teams are coming off of winning a, uh, the men's side, both coming off of winning a conference title, right? Um, and it's funny because we we talked with Brian Thomas over at GW um, uh, about uh, having like, you know, GW won their A-10 title. Uh, you know, we, we talked about getting a, a champion's dinner together at some point here in D.C. Uh, so it's fun to, to, to be able to compete against people that, you know, won their, their conference championship. I know our team gets really excited for this because the environment really is nothing. There's nothing like it. Right. I think um, our kids probably aren't in the best of shape to be swimming like crazy fast right now. We've kind of just been in the water for about four weeks. Um, but. I think the environment brings out some really good, really good swimming. Um, so our kids are really, really excited about it. Um, it's a great opportunity to get some good dual meet swims in at a time that maybe, you know, we're, we're not expecting to. Um, so I'm, I'm expecting to see some really good things. And I know that, you know, Nick's always got some surprises at the meet in terms of special guests and, you know, what, what they're going to be bringing in from an entertainment standpoint. Um, he keeps some of that a secret for me as well. Uh, so um, I'm always excited to see what that's going to be about because it's, um, it's really, really cool. Can you talk about the significance of this, this crosstown rivalry that has formed? I mean, is, is, is this a rivalry um, of the schools that is kind of uh, deeply ingrained in, in the lifeblood of Georgetown and Howard, or is this, you know, kind of a new rivalry that you, you as swim teams have formed just in the last few years. Yeah. yeah it's, it's not something, I don't know how many of our teams here actually play um, Howard, you know, it being local. I think there's a, a bunch of teams that do, um, do play. I know volleyball does. Um, 
think basketball's played in the last few years. It's not necessarily like this big, you know, long-standing rivalry. And I don't know if rivalry is the right word, just because like I know that both sides have a lot of admiration and respect for one another in this too, right? Obviously, if you want to win, they keep scoring to meet, you want to win. Um, so there's definitely that part of it. Um, but you know, I, we, we compete against them also at the Potomac relays that we start the season with every year. We're usually on the same side of the pool deck as them. And, and I just really enjoy those kids. And I know that, you know, that they feel the same about our team too. So, um, it's, it's certainly, uh, it's when we're up there on the blocks, we're, we're trying to win every race we possibly can. But I think at the end of the day, like what we're trying to do is, is, focus on the, the the sport of swimming in general, right? And making it accessible to more and more people and uh, showing that the environment, especially in collegiate swimming at the mid-major level can be really, really exciting. You kind of mentioned it earlier, but um, can you tell me about if you've seen specifically after the, the first battle at the Burr, if you've seen that have a community impact or just you've seen the ripple effects of having a meet this big? Certainly, from a from a media perspective, as as recently as yesterday, when we put out a report about how meets like this are becoming bigger and bigger, um, you know, we we've seen the effect that the Battle of the Burr last year had. Yeah, I mean, I remember like right after the Battle of the Burr last year, we saw the stuff that Texas was doing and NC State was doing. I immediately texted Nick and I was like, "You did this, man! Like this." I mean, maybe they had those plans ahead of time. I don't know, but I mean, we really kind of was the tip of the spear on creating an environment around meat that wants to drive people into the building that necessarily wouldn't be there because of their parents or alums or whatever. Right. Um, so yeah, it's funny. Cause you know, I got, I got young kids, I got a son who's six and a son who's two and a half and we do summer league swimming and, and people on the summer league pool deck ask me about it. Like they know about the meet, um, asking me if I can get tickets, uh, which is hard to come by. Um, so that, that's really, really cool to see. Right. Cause it's something that this area in general, like DC, Maryland, Virginia, swimming is such a big part of this area. Like summer, like I mentioned summer league before every kid in this area grows up doing summer league. Right. Um, and so that, that drives a lot of kids that stay in the sport year round and into high school and hopefully into college. Um, so it is like the perfect area for a meet like this too, because so many kids from the ages of five to 18 love the sport and they like the fun aspects of it. Not just like, Hey, how fast are the kids going or are people going best times? Or are they suited up? Like none of that matters. Right. It's just about, and this is a really cool environment where kids are getting up and swimming really fast and, um, and, and having a lot of excitement around it. Um, so yeah, I, I've seen the impact in the area around here for sure. In terms of just people asking me like, Hey, how many tickets can you get for this one? And it's like, well, we'll, we'll see what we can do. I'll have to ask Nick. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Uh, and it, it's, it's great to hear. Um, you just, like you said, even the area, um, is so swimming friendly and swimming centric that you're, you're getting a lot more, um, you're getting a lot more of those ripple effects, which is, which is so great to hear. Um, just, just today I had our football coach came in here and asked, he was like, why can you guys schedule this on a bye week next year? Cause I want to, I want to come. And our, one of our soccer coaches was asking if he can get a ticket cause they're coming late cause they have a game that day too. So it's not only catching on in, in the community, but like all the other coaches in, in this, in this building are, are like taking note and trying to create environments around that for their sports too. It's amazing. I mean, it's, that's, that's really, really cool. Um, yeah. So, so in terms of just Georgetown uh, you know, coming for the men coming off of um a back-to-back champion season for the women coming off of a third place finish at that same conference meet um where do you feel like your team is at right now and 
um, where are they headed in in the near future for this season? Yeah, it's uh, I will say like it's it's not necessarily like the back to back thing I get like we went two in a row right yeah um, but in reality like each like we lost a quarter of the team last year we bring a quarter of the team is brand new so it's like a brand new journey every single season right so we're we're still figuring that out right we've got some really good depth and some really talented kids and we added some really great grad transfers on both sides of the men and the women this year um, and so we feel like we have maybe the most talented group we've had, and that's no knock on anybody uh, that's been on previous teams here. Um, but we feel like we're a really talented group um, that is really motivated and really hungry for more, uh, especially on the women's side. You know, I know Nick has talked about this when, when, you know, when one team wins, the other team sees that and it's kind of, you know, sees kind of what the roadmap could be. It's um, certainly motivating. Um, and, 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 you know, our, both of our teams get along so well and train together all the time. So, you know, a lot of the success that the men have had, the women feel a lot of a part in that, right? Because they're they're training in the same lanes and pushing those guys the same way. So, um, you know, our guys are really hoping that the women can can join them in that in that pursuit. Um, and we feel really good about both sides uh, making a run this year. Well, great, Jack. Thank you so much for your time, uh, for, for sitting down right before practice to discuss, uh, this, this really cool meet coming up this Saturday, October 7th. Um, will you get, is it live streamed? I believe it will be live streamed. Uh, there'll be a link up on the hard uh, website and we'll put something out as well. One other thing I wanted, I wanted to mention, I know that, you know, that Nick is bringing in, um, honorary coaches he's got maritza and, and colin jones and um and that's really really cool again like getting some some real heavy hitters in the sport um we're, we're also bringing some honorary coaches we have uh kamal carter and, and kyle williams joining us um they work with an organization called the long talk uh which we as a department of georgetown have worked with for a few years in our team specifically the last two years um, on anti-racism uh, anti-racism workshop. Um, and so they're going to be on deck with us. I know that Duke and Yale also have worked with them as far as swim teams. So we're hoping that they get some exposure to some more swim programs and get more swim programs to get them on their campuses and, and spread the message that they have because it's, it's really, really important. Um, and so um, you know, we're, I just want to make sure we mention that as well if we could.